to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host today is always Dave. But you've got me again, guys. As Dave said when we did maths yesterday, it's just a scheduling thing. We're struggling. I know it's the last week. We've tried our best to be on it every day, but obviously, you know, I'm able to sort of jump on. I'm lucky enough to have that bit of free time after the show. So, you know, just bear with us. Dave is back. He is back for maths because we have a different recording time on that. But you will get Dave this week. It's just that, unfortunately, it's a bit of a struggle at the moment. So you've got me. So we've got four emails as well today, which is going to be interesting and, and varying different opinions. And I think it's it's interesting because I talked about the whole Ron situation yesterday, like the way the villa just switched. Nobody could understand it. And obviously, it's carried on for half this episode. There was going to be a big showdown. Ron said he was going to kick off and I'm not having it and, but you know, and all this stuff. Now, I still stick by what I said with Ron. He he, he did take the piss. He, it's been difficult, but I've got to say, I do not like the way this has gone over the last couple of days. And I think this episode as well was the nail in the coffin. Them other, the split now, it's just Kai and Sanam, Ron and Lana. Kai and Sanam are sort of in the middle, but they're, they're swaying more towards Ron and Lana. And the other six can go and fuck off. They're all sly arses. I think it's it's pretty, I'll be honest, it's quite a strong word, this, but I think he's been quite nasty towards Ron. Lana's there off the back of it, you know, and, and I just think the whole conversation. So when he spoke to Sammy, she was having none of it. I think she's been a bit of a ringleader to, with all this. She's very strong-willed, nothing wrong with that. But I also think that Ron did say some of the stuff, but not the way Sammy was phrasing it. And I think... I sort of think it's weird because I'm in favour of Ron more than I am of anybody else in this situation. But I didn't like the way they all ganged up on him. I think if the, if it was switched, then it was, say, uh, on one of the girls, they'd be getting called a lot more. Is it? I've seen people use the bullying word. I'm not sure. It, it possibly is. They singled him out. I don't think it's, it's wrong. I can't believe that after all this time and sort of, you know, going at Ron, maybe we were a bit too critical of him at the start, but he did take the piss out of Lana and, and we know how that ended, they're back together. Is it, and some people have said, which I sort of sway towards, after these games, the popularity games, things like that, Tom and Sammy, are they playing a game? Are they doing it because they see Ron and Lana as a threat? Are they doing it to, to you know, cause ructions to get the money. It's the last week. I mean, we don't see these conversations, so I don't, you know, unless the producers aren't showing us, but we don't actually see any dialogue between Tom and Sammy to say we're going after him. Is it like a subliminal thing? I don't know, but the divide is there. And, you know, and Ron was right. Ron's like, well, why don't people speak to me? You know, the guys are all there. Shaq was there, you know, and, and as someone who's been the voice of reason, I don't like what Shaq's been doing. I really don't. I think he's being sly and two-faced with this. Uh, Tanya's done the same, Tom, Sammy. The worst one, I'll be honest with you, that really pissed me off tonight is once Tom and uh, once Ron, sorry, and Sammy had their discussion and, you know, it was sort of squashed and she was fine with it. But then Sammy's giving it the big one to Tanya. She's slating it. Oh yeah, the guy had talked himself out of going to jail and all this. And I'm like, yeah, really strong words. There's no need for that. Like, it's like, come on. But the one who really got my back up was Will. Will's been there, sly as anything. We all remember the people are moving like snakes, you know, because people had questioned Jesse's 
you know, sort of fakeness and her, you know, is she real? Uh, he's doing the same. Goes straight over to Lana, gives her a hug. Oh, come and give us a hug. It's like, that's not right. You you can't. Ever, look, we all are hypocrites to some extent with different things. We know that. We have this this thing where we don't like as human beings, it's just a, it's just a natural thing, like jealousy is or whatever, whether we like to be or not. We all have these human traits. It's just a natural thing. But Will was so adamant about Jesse, who's been a snake. Everyone's moving like a snake. He's doing the same thing. When he went over to Lana and gave her a hug, I was like, you fake fucker, you were sat with all the others, slagging Ron off, doing all the things that you were moaning about that people were doing to your beloved Jesse. And now you're doing the same. Is it okay now? Because it's not on you and, and on her. But you're like, so I, I don't like the dynamic. I think it's pretty fucking snidey. And I do think that it's got to stop now. I mean, you know, Lana was upset the next day. She's crying with the girls. And then the next minute the girls do this like, oh, we love you. We value you. This little dinner thing. If this is genuine and it stops it, great. I just don't think it is. They have a real bee in the bonnet about Ron. And I didn't like Sammy's response after she'd had the chat with Ron. It was pretty vicious and there was just no need for it. It's like, well, you did stick up for yourself. You did go direct at him and said, well, you did say that, Ron. And I think to an extent he did, but not in the way she's thinking. But either way, Ron has been a game player in the past. So maybe it's that. Maybe there's more going on that we've seen. I'm, I'm trying to be subjective, but I just didn't like that whole dynamic at all. I just thought it was pretty dingy. And most people online on all different things are team Ron and Lana now. So it's got to be, everyone's saying Kai-san and Ron and Lana and all the others can get in the bin. And I think after having watched the last few days, I agree. I completely agree. Why is nobody speaking to Ron directly and having a word? They're all saying he's a great talk and talk himself out of stuff. But if he's done wrong, surely he should have the, you know, the thing in his personality to go, you know what, I'm wrong. I don't know. It just felt like they were sort of ganging up on him. And I'm not, I don't want to use the bullying word because it's a strong thing in, in this sort of environment. But I just thought he was pretty sly and they were all being a bunch of shit houses. if I'm being honest. Tackle him head on if you've got a problem. If you don't agree or disagree, is he playing a game? What gets me, it felt like The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Dave was saying it when we did our maths episode earlier on. And it's right, you know, one of the guys on The Bachelorette got sussed out because he had a written plan, which, you know, they did this shakedown of the rooms on this episode. You may, some of you may have not watched it a couple of series ago. But all of a sudden, the, the host wanted to go and do a, a shakedown of the guy's rooms and goes in this guy's case and finds his whole plan about how he's going to win. It was all set up. However, everyone on The Bachelor, Bachelor, on this show, Love Island, there is an end goal, and the end goal is not to find fucking love. If you find love, then that is a bonus. But let's be honest, we know what it is. We talk about it all the time. It's all to do with, you know, the career they're going to have afterwards. I just I just find it hypocritical because it's like, come on, guys, you have not got in there because you are after the one you love. You can tell us this fucking tagline that, you know, I'm after falling in love with someone. Jesse said it. Don't believe it. You don't travel all that way to find love. Yes, you are hoping you do because of the story, because of what it can mean financially. Let's cut through the bullshit. If you, if I was single and I'm finding love, the last thing I'm going to want to do is go on a fucking reality TV show to show all my fucking frailties, all my you know 
things that will put somebody off in a relationship, you're not going to do it. It's bollocks. We're playing a game on a reality TV show that is fake. So, so calling people game players is, and it is something we talk about. You can go back in our episodes. I'm probably being a bit of a hypocrite. It's like you're playing a game. People are more subtle. Some people just go with the flow. If it happens, they get a story arc. Some are more obvious and direct. And I did say Ron revealed his game plan yesterday. And I've had time to think on that. And I think, yeah, he did. He was talking about the show. Sammy talks about it tonight. However, they're all playing a game. There's a massive financial reward at the end of this. It's nothing to do with the finding your one true love. And I'd be very surprised, as we say, it's got to be less than 5% that the couples actually get together across the, every episode of the UK Love Island or any of them that people stay together. There is some stay together. Some have got children. Some have married. Brilliant. No problem with that. But the fucking hit rate is about as reliable as the experts on maths, guys. So, yeah, I'm not buying it. Anyway, on a lighter note, and I hope you've enjoyed that bit, guys, because, you know, I was I was a bit on it. But we get the talent show. So... <laughs> One thing I was impressed with again, and I'm going to have to say Ron, is a Rubik's Cube. Now, obviously, as someone who's mid-40s now, as a kid, the Rubik's Cube was like your nemesis. The, basically, the only way I could ever get a Rubik's Cube to, to get all the colours on one side was to rip all the, the actual colours off and stick them on. Because, I mean, we only had, I think we had one. It probably got thrown at each other when we were younger because we were probably always fighting with my brothers and stuff. So it probably, uh, that was the only, it was probably used as a weapon more than it was for something to use your brain. But Ron has got skills. Now I've seen Will Smith can do one in that sort of time as well. Will Smith's very good at doing Rubik's Cube. But Ron, fair play, mate. This was the most impressive thing about the talent show because that is actually a talent that he has spent a lot of time doing and to do it in just under 90 seconds is unbelievable so yeah fair play mate and his hands everyone was impressed with it brilliant I think one thing that annoyed me and we're talking about the producers and when something works they milk the arse off it on Love Island and it was the whole uh, trumpet thing with Casey what a load of shit. Yeah, you can tell at some point he has had some sort of lesson playing the trumpet, probably when he was a kid. We've seen the recorder thing. We've seen Millie. You know, Indy had the recorder. Millie had the, the little Casio keyboard bollocks. It was memed and, and uploaded all over social media. It was good the first time. India last year felt forced, but we went with it. It was quite funny. This wasn't funny for me. It was like, fuck me. Are you just going to keep recycling the same old shit? And then, I mean, Sanam's like, I can cry on demand. Don't really care. Like Sanam and Kai, absolute crap. The only one that I think was a bit naughty was Will. Will did his rap. And initially I was like, fuck me. I am going to break my toes. They were curling that much with the cringe. But then he went on a bit of a roast. And I did think, I might be wrong here, but I think Jesse might pull him up on the comment he said about kissing uh, Layla in Casa Moor. He sort of roasted everybody, but the Layla comment I thought was a bit too fucking raw. And she, she could see her face drop. She did say on the VT afterwards, like, oh yeah, I didn't know he had it in him. And she was laughing, but I'm thinking there's going to be more to that. That's not the end of it. So yeah, so Will's roast was pretty good. And then Tom sings and I'm like, look, I mean, Tom was said like, the only thing I can do is just about kick a football because obviously that's what his profession is. But I was like, come on guys. This is this is like rehashing everything. So now we've got the picture of Millie, India, and Casey in a band together. Fucking whoop de doo On the after sun thing, whatever it's called, I'm sure if Casey gets booted out, and I think him and 
Rosie are looking like the favourites next, he will be playing the trumpet and everyone's going to laugh hysterically at his out-of-tune trumpet playing. Fuck a doodle-do. Come on, guys, producers, do fucking something more original. It was so fake. You know, you've, you've absolutely, over the last week, made shit up about Jesse. Let's go at Jesse. Well, we've done that. Let's go at Ron. Now you're pulling this nonsense out the hat. All we need now is the fucking baby game, which I'm pretty certain is coming in the next two days. So either way, Ron was the winner in my eyes. Will was a close second, and that was about it. That's all I can say about everyone else. So there you go, guys. It's quite a, I know it's a slowish episode, but it, you know, hopefully it's the end of the Ron and Lana stuff, and we'll see what what who they're going to pick on next, basically. The producers are going to pick someone to give us a story and, and you know, it's got to be, it's got to be someone complete 180. So let's see. So we've had three or four emails actually, guys. This one's from Caramon and he said, Hey, Chris and Dave, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm team Ron on this one. If you told me three weeks ago that Kai and Ron would have been my two favorite guys and I would have laughed at you, but here we are. In fairness, they're up against Mr. Community Penis, AKA Tom, the two fake nice guys that are desperate to be fuckboys at the same time and a doormat who has no self-respect in Shaq, so he's not much of an achievement. Everyone in that villa bar, Kai, Ron, Sanam and Lana can get in the bin. I also find it outrageous how people on Facebook want Tom and Sammy to win. Not only are they both slimy fucks, they are also incredibly boring. When I see them have conversations, all he does is compliment her looks. I personally think he, he vibed better with Lydia. Might be a bias since we are both Scottish. During Casa Amor, but he played it safe and stuck with Sammy to avoid any backlash from the girls. Apart from being the best-looking people in the villa, I don't see the hype in them as a couple. They would probably outdo Millie and Liam as the worst-ever Love Island winners if they were to win. Kind regards, Karen. Can't disagree with any of that, mate. Thank you very much. Great email. And the next one's from Wesley. Hi, hey, guys. Uh, now, Wesley, you know... The reality radar is always accurate, my friend, but he has disagreed with me. So I have to disagree with Chris. Your reality, your reality radar must be on the bling. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been turned on, mate. Ron, for me, was not revealing his game plan. He was explaining why he thinks some of the public might think he is cruising through the show after the voting game. He then said he wouldn't have made Lana his girlfriend if he was doing that. Like many on the show, they were all trying to understand why the public might see things that way for each vote in the game. Also, with the Rosie situation... Rosie came over to Lana and Ron, kind of for advice. And so he said, if you feel that Casey doesn't chat to you enough, maybe you should take a step back to see if it then makes the effort as he likes hanging around with the lads. Sound advice, if you ask me. Rosie basically took the advice, digested it, and then proceeded to forget she kind of asked for it and told the villa Ron is trying to get Rosie to distance herself from Casey. I'm not a big fan of Ron, but in this instance, it's been blown well out of proportion and it smacks massively of gameplay by the others or a huge game of Chinese whispers. Take your pick. In other news, I can't stand Shaq. Sammy's been beginning the great and, and don't start me on Will and Jesse. The weirdest relationship you'll ever see. One minute Will is acting like Mr. Tumble. Next, he comes across as a perverted, as perverted and then goes all George from Rainbow on us. Some might say they are all linked, yet we are expected to believe Jesse loves him. You can't make it up. Keep up the good work, guys. I'm going to start Maths Australia now on E4. We'll listen back to your coverage for, an ent for my entertainment, Wes. So great email, Wes. Thank you so much, mate. And one of our great friends and a great friend of ours uh, as well is Hennessy, one of the OGs. So great for sending this one in, mate. The problem with the Islanders, as always, you've done a great job with the podcast this season and most of the recent drama has prevented it from being a complete slog. 
That being said, I'm emailing because I have a notion I'd like your opinion on. I believe that the reason the Islanders are so unlikable this season is that they all seem to be preoccupied on not just faking their own relationships, but the open desire to make the other Islanders' relationships look bad in the hope that they will, in the hope it'll help them win. Ron and Olivia are the worst defenders this season, but you can say Tanya Shack and Jesse have also participated in this type of relationship assassination. With Olivia leaving it, it appears that it did not help her, and I would doubt that neither Tanya and Shaq nor Will and Jesse will win this season. I know that it, it is some of the work of the producers, and I know that the show would be more boring if they weren't doing this, but honestly, for me, it makes the show less appealing. Hennessy. So great email, Hennessy. Great to hear from you, pal. Yeah, I think I think that's probably what it is. Hennessy, nobody's really invested in any of the relationships. Kai and Sanam have come through because they're not bringing drama. They're just in the middle. They're, they're being happy together. So it seems some people have called out Sanam saying, is she actually into Kai as much as he is? I'm not sure. I think they are. I think they've got a good chance, but I think they're all valid points. I genuinely do think they're all valid points. And I think this series does seem that the producers have meddled in more than they ever have, in my my opinion. It's, it's so obvious what's going to happen. And then, as I've just said before, we get into the emails, the, the way people have all of a sudden just had an episode dedicated to sort of character assassinating him has been very strange. And from the, from nowhere, basically, it's not even like it's a build-up. They just they've just come in, and that's what's happened. So the, the last email is from Julia. Hey, you two, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. I'm from Germany, and our Love Island is an absolute piece of shit. Even though I don't fully trust Ron and really don't want them to win, I sympathise with him. The villa's been divided. The boys since Lana chose Ron over Casey. No matter what Ron does, he will not win the boys. Both he and Lana look very drained and tired. With the rating challenge, the whole situation has gotten worse because Tom and Sammy know they have a great chance to win, so they try to push the narrative that Ron is a game player because in their eyes, Lana and Ron are the biggest competition and they also reinforce the opinion of the audience according to the rating challenge. I think that's a clear game plan. They also don't want to separate the three Musketeers and with Shaq there, they have found someone who obviously doesn't like Ron and supports the whole idea. Just hope that Kai and Sanam win because nobody had them on their radar. Not us and certainly not the Islanders. If they thought Kai and Sanam had a chance, Kai would be next. Love, Julia. So great email that, Julia, and absolutely a brilliant analysis of everything that's going on. So thank you for that. Absolutely great stuff. Honestly, guys, send your emails in. I know I'm on my own today. Really enjoyed this. I love the fact that Wes has come in and, and, and he's disagreed with some of the things I've said. And I think today, Wes, I, I'm pretty much of your opinion. I'm thinking like I'm team Ron on this whole situation and Lana, I've, I've slated him. Me and Days have done the impressions, but you can't ignore what's been going on. And it's not been right the last couple of days at all. You know, even if the, the guys in the island think they're expressing themselves correctly, they're not. They're just fucking bitching. And they're doing to Ron and Lana what they were all moaning about that was being done to them. So, yeah. Great take, guys, today. And thank you so much for listening in, me waffle on on my own. You know, I know it's slightly different when Dave's not here, but yeah, just these are just my opinions. So as always, if you want to email us, guys, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast, guys. We're not at 1,000 followers on there, all you great people who are on Facebook, but we, you know, we're about 530 people now, so we've gone well past 500, which was the target, and we really appreciate it. And it wasn't just something I wanted to, us to get by because we were so close. So thank you so much, guys. A big thanks to Charlene, as always. If you do want to support us, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honour is... 
Kent, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Tracy, Hennessy Susan, Dee Dee Katie, Libby Joanna, Noreen Chloe, Brianna Helen, Keith, Gillian Zoe, Kristen Maggie, Kate, Megan Cassie, Fiona, Emma Schmave, Nicola Macy, Alex and Helen. So thank you so much, guys. We do appreciate all your support. The great man will be back later on. I do miss him, but don't tell him that, you know, because it is great when we're talking together. Uh, and we'll be talking maths episode 23, I think, as well. So uh, that's been picking up. If you are in the UK, it started last, uh, it started tonight, actually just gone. It was on at half seven. It should be on the E4 or Channel 4 Catch Up app. If you've got a VPN, it'll be on there as well, guys. The E4 app, Channel 4 Catch Up app, same thing. If not, it's on again. It's half seven, it started tonight. And I think it'll be the same tomorrow. And I think. First couple of episodes were like longer ones, but then it should get into a rhythm then where it's finishing between half eight and nine o'clock. So if you haven't been watching it, you're waiting on that in the UK, please tune in. What a great show. So absolutely brilliant. And thank you everyone for all your support with all the episodes. Honestly, it's been amazing. I cannot, you know, the amount of new listeners we've got from all over the world, it's just been great. So thank you. The two absolute bellends from the north of England, we all, well, we both salute you. So thank you so much. So I'll see you next time. And as they always say, bye now. <laughs>